Hey everyone, it's Ash from Not Your Average Netizens, and happy Nyan Day! I'm here to answer my 22 questions, and I will be joined today by... Nat. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody! Alright, so ready to get into it? Yep. Alright, so question number one. What is your ultimate K-pop that would be the Wonder Girls. Oh, a classic, classic choice. And your ultimate bias? That would be T.O.P. Oh, I'm not surprised about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so who is your bias wrecker? So I'm a little ashamed to say this, but we're all about being honest today. So I'm going to admit that it's Jungkook from BTS. Totally get it. Uh, <laughs> so question number four, why did K-pop appeal to you in the beginning? K-pop appealed to me because essentially it brought me back to my childhood and my love of American pop and boy bands. And I was attracted to the dancing and the pretty colors. <laughs> um, American music has just become really grounded and it's really about like the personal like the the really interpersonal like connections between the artists and the fans and not so much about the performance as much and k-pop is kind of the exact opposite of that in a lot of ways and that was really what attracted me yes i concur uh, why do you still like it? I like the fact that regardless of who you are watching, you can see the effort and creativity of the concepts. And I miss that from Amer American music. Uh, I used to love the big pop divas and the big spectacle of pop. And I think that K-pop epitomizes spectacle. So that, that part always draws me in. I was you know, gonna think that you were gonna say that you are not as into it anymore, <laughs> so. Well, I'm, not, I'm definitely not as into it as I was when I first started, definitely yeah. not. Um, but I still care about it in a sense. Uh, more about, I guess for me, it's less about the whole experience of it and more about, the actual industry uh, and what happens behind the scenes than, you know, watching Music Bank every week. Mm, yeah, I get that. I totally get that. All right. So how do you feel about the cultural appropriation versus appreciation conversation? I think that it's still a very difficult conversation for people to have, mm -hmm. but with all the inspiration K-pop takes from Western music, specifically Black music, you're going to have to have, you're, you're going to have both. And it's necessary to understand where the line should be drawn. So that conversation is, is going to continue to happen as long as we have K-pop drawing so much from Black and Western music. Um, 
And I think that it's sometimes hard to see who is appropriating and who is appreciating and the situations can be so it's it's can be very hard to kind of tell you know and that's why i said like a line should be drawn somewhere because you know you can have one person can say something is offensive to them and another and another person can look at that and say well you know, they didn't mean it, or the person themselves can say, well, I, I meant no, no harm by it, um, without really taking the time to understand, you know, what the origins of that hairstyle is that they're, they've copied, or the language that they're speaking, or the clothes that they're wearing. So it's definitely something that needs to to have a definite, there needs to be like definite understanding for both sides, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the next question, you know, along somewhat more along those lines are of, are idols responsible for their fandoms? I, I honestly don't, think so most of the time, not directly. They sometimes feed into their fandoms, but unless they're directly ordering them to do something, a lot of the fan frenzy is perpetuated by managers and executives. So I think idols honestly lose control of their fandoms a lot of the time, and the fandoms become an entity that overshadows the idol a lot of the time. So it's almost as if they've lost control. I mean, you've seen all the sassings and um, the fan behavior that goes over over the line. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of it is them just trying to appease them <laughs> and try to keep them from drawing them into their craziness. All right, so on to more interesting, or not more interesting, but just uh, dealing with more positive parts of K-pop. What are your, or is your favorite K-pop song? Uh, this is a truncated list. Um, my actual list is a lot longer, but just for a few, um, Baby Don't Play by Wonder Girls. Absolutely. I Am The Best by 21. Bebe by Big Bang, yes. Mr. Boogie by FX, Lead Me by Sistar, Genie by Sonoshide, The Seventh Sense by NCTU, Myrotic by TVXQ, Call Me Baby by EXO, and Decal Komani by Mamamoo. Oh, okay. That is a very diverse list I would say. <laughs> of, like you have you know tvxq in there exo fx sister but also like nctu and like mom <laughs> so yeah no that's pretty dope so uh do you have any favorite dramas? i do have a few i don't watch a lot of k-dramas generally but i have seen a few um, that I liked. I liked the Uncanny Counter 
Um, Stranger and Strangers from Hell is pretty good too. I actually have not heard of any of those dramas, so that's pretty. You cool. should watch them, <laughs> although they're not. They may not be good if you're more into the romance, because these are are very like uh, crime, uh, uh, horror heavy. So. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. like the opposite of anything that I ever watch. Okay. <laughs> All right. uh, so, next question Sexiest idol? TLP. Yes. I think that was actually my answer as well. Uh, favorite, <laughs> so uh, cutest idol? Uh, I don't really have a cutest idol. Okay. It's crazy because, like, I think for me and Jimin, we actually had an easier time picking cutest idol versus sexiest. Um, and not, mm. not because, like, Top wasn't, like, obviously he was my choice. Well, I think he was one of my choices as well. But because, you know, the flower boy kind of concept is so rampant, it's easy to find somebody who's cute, you know, in comparison to, like, that, like, beast manly idol image is so much rarer. You know, that's true. I guess a cute idol would be like Tim is cute. Yeah. Okay. Do you buy into the iced Americano propaganda? Nope. Uh, actually, drank a lot of it when I lived in Korea, but that was because they practically didn't sell any other coffee unless you went to Starbucks. <laughs> it seemed like Starbucks is like expensive out there, right? Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it's Starbucks is like considered. You know, like, oh, you've got Starbucks, you know, sort of deal. Um, and, I mean, there's coffee. Obviously, like, you know, there's coffee shops on every corner. So, Absolutely. but it seemed like everybody, like, you get coffee and they would just automatically make that unless you were very specific. And <laughs> since I didn't know a lot of Korean, <laughs> yeah. I wish I had to take what I could get. So I drank a lot of that, but... No, I, I like my coffee full of milk and sugar and bad things. Yeah. So. Uh, it's crazy because the first time I saw a Starbucks black was in Korea. I didn't even know these things existed, okay? And I had been going to Starbucks <laughs> for years. So it is kind of insane when you think about like the coffee culture, mm -hmm. um, but how it is centered on Starbucks. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So the next question if you had to dress like a K-pop concept for a day, which one would it be? I always like the soft pastel colors of FX's four walls performance outfits. So I would go with either that or 21's concept from Lonely. Oh, okay. All right. So favorite MV. That's hard. Um, it has to be one that I watch over that I can watch over and over again. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, as low budget as it looks compared to current K-pop MVs, I always have to stop and watch my erotic when it's on. Yeah, it's fun though. I really like the MV. Yeah. And so the K-pop song that would fit an anime vest. That would the Dreamcatchers one song. Um, uh, Casey, Perry, Deja Vu, Scream. Um, I said Chase, right? Um, uh, you and I. Oh, you That's and one I. of my favorite yes. songs for them. Yeah. 
Okay, that's a good choice too. All right, so the next question is favorite vocalist? That would probably be Hyolin. I think I would just like her tone the best. Okay. Uh, favorite rapper? Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't like automatically say top. Like, oh, well, I guess I will say top because I was thinking like of other rappers. Because I guess because oh. he's a big bang, I don't automatically think of him. Mm. Um, but a lot of rappers are so derivative that, but yeah, okay, I'll say top. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, favorite dancer? Boa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you listen to K hip hop or K R and B? Not extensively, though. I do like to dip my toes into K R and B. Um, there's one singer. I can't remember. She's um, she's collaborated with uh, idols before. Um, Saran, Saran. Oh, um, okay. I do like her. Yeah, I've heard. Um, yeah, so I do like her stuff, and. Um, yeah, I, I don't listen to it extensively, but it, it can be kind of, you know, since I like Western R&B, it can be kind of mm, disconcerting to listen to sometimes. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes I'll just be like, well, I just uh, just listen to R&B in English. But I do, I do like it. Um, it does seem more authentic than the hip-hop sometimes so yes I know exactly. all right uh so favorite k-pop concert made yeah i was about to say i was like i know it's gonna be made but yes mm-hmm. i've been to a couple of like concerts where they were different artists so they used to do this thing called the um was it the Summer Bowl or something bowl that they did in LA um, where they would do performances and they had done it like a few summers. And this was still when K-pop hadn't blown up exactly yet, but um, uh, it was a just a K-pop show with different artists. So they had four minute Gina, um, Yukis, um, a few other artists were there. And then when I was in Korea, they had a concert with different artists. BTS were there. And, you know, some other artists were also performing. Like the so, dream concerts? I don't think it was the dream concert that I went okay. to. Yeah, I think it was, it, was a, it was another, like, smaller type of something similar i guess but there wasn't any um wait a minute snsd were there they were there yeah (laughs) that's kind of odd one to forget but yes they were at the one i went to so yeah so i've I've been to like you know concerts like that okay very very cool 
Number 21, if you could change one thing about the K-pop industry, what would it be? And, you know, connected to that, what do you think is the most pressing issue in K-pop? I wish that they would just hire culture consultants if they all want to move into Western markets. Like, it's not that hard. These groups have money. Just, you know, get someone reliable that can tell them, like, nope, don't do that. You know, and then, like, listen to those people. <laughs> yes. um, I think the most pressing issue, I mean, there are a lot of issues, but one that I think that needs to be resolved um, and kind of bugs me when people are like, well, they always talk about the dark side of K-pop and it's like, but it's not like it's a lie. You know, there is abuse and harassment that goes on by the people in these companies that have an unbelievable amount of control over these idols at ridiculously young ages. And I, you know, most of the incidents are swept under the rug. So, I mean, if you love the industry so much, you know, and take part in it, like you should want to want to strive to make it better, you know, not try to, you know, contribute to sweeping it under the rug yourself. So I think that that's something that people really have to kind of open their eyes and just kind of reconcile with that, you know, there's a lot of things wrong with the whole training system, the whole system of turning these, you know, kids into idols, so. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Not Your Average Netizen is always open to, you know, work with companies who are interested in cultural um, exchange and just, you know, uh, we can turn your cultural appropriation into appreciation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> and for the last question, using your old group's name. So, what's what group are we using? Uh, Wonder Girls. W. Y. O. R. N. New Goose. D. Don't. E. Ever. R. Rate. G. Good. I. Interviews. R. Repeatedly. L. Like. S. Send me. Okay, say it all together. (laughs) Why are new goos don't ever rate good interviews repeatedly like send me is that something you'd like to do interview some new goos <laughs> i mean that might be kind of fun yeah you know i'm always down to interview some people you know if you want to contact us our email is not your average netizens at gmail.com so just contact us and we will interview you give you some free promotion so absolutely this was fun yeah um, absolutely thank you nat yeah no absolutely and uh happy nyandi everyone um hopefully you guys are enjoying these uh cuz we really don't ask each other questions very often like this so it's actually kind of fun to do <laughs> but yeah <laughs>
All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.